This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday. NFL Week 10 starts tonight, and it will continue Sunday into Monday. We're going to roll through some of the games we like, lines we're looking at for the weekend right now. Coming about 20 minutes, Pete Futak from College Football News on a big weekend in college, including a game tonight which I want to ask him about. I know NFL scouts are flocking to the Pitt-North Carolina game tonight. It's Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell. So we'll hit on all that stuff coming up here. And uh, and I guess everyone has to put me on blast for my power rankings from yesterday. So we'll do that in about 40 yes. minutes. I will defend <laughs> having the Tennessee Titans as high as I do after the way they've played. So we'll get there. But let's uh, let's jump around some games we like here. And, you know, we can start with the Titans as we set up uh, my defense of them later on. The game this weekend is interesting. They're hosting the New Orleans Saints. The number right now is on FanDuel is the Titans area by two and a half points in this game. The Alvin Kamara injury, which I wanted to get to early, and we, we kind of did, but then we, we were talking more quarterbacks that first segment. Uh, mm-hmm. Kamara did not practice yesterday. You know, the Saints can overcome a lot. Sean Payton's a good coach, and he coaches around a lot of issues they've had in recent years. But if you're telling me this is Trevor Simeon and there's no Kamara or he's just not himself, how are they keeping up offensively? I, I just I, I don't know how they're going to play well enough. Like they need him on Sunday, and we don't usually say that about running backs. He's a weapon. They need him. They they really need him at a hundred percent for this game, or at least close to it on Sunday. I like the Titans in this spot on Sunday, and I just think this is a really interesting game. Yeah, watch the status of Kamara. That's probably the biggest. Well, there are many reasons they lost against the Falcons, but I I think they didn't use Kamara enough. And they got some offense late in the game, but it was too little too late. It was drop passes, penalties, sack fumble. They're not going to play like that again. I think that's the case that you can make for Tennessee. And at some point, the market is too high on the Titans. Are we there now? I mean, at some point, at one point this week, it was three. Uh, As you mentioned, it seems like pretty rock solid. The look ahead was two and a half. The opener was two and a half. And now we're back at two and a half. The Titans are great in the role of the underdog. They're 5-0 and outright as an underdog this season. Since losing that Jets game, that's the five-game winning streak. But what I just can't get out of my brain is as impressive as it was what Tennessee did against the L.A. Rams on Sunday night football, and they continue to create turnovers and scoring opportunities, short fields. They had 195 total yards without Derrick Henry. Like, that was the shocking part 
that they upset a really good team without Derrick Henry. How are they going to do it in the second game without Derrick Henry? Like I mentioned, are they going to have much offense? What are the, you know, you're going to have to have more than 200 offensive yards if you want to beat the Saints. And Sean Payton is great off a loss. If this number is three, I like New Orleans. Aaron, what do you think on this game? I really like the Titans' uh, defense as well. They stepped up huge against the Rams. Mm -hmm. The Titans' defense picked off Stafford twice, one going um, for six. Against the Chiefs, they held the Chiefs to zero touchdowns. Mahomes to only 206 passing yards and picked him off. This is – their defense has been playing very well. But, you know – and they've beat some really good teams, you know, since that five-game mm-hmm. winning streak. Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams. So, I like the Titans in this one. Yeah, I just, like, this is a, t- I mean, we've had so many of these Sean Payton tests over the years where it's like, can he really get through this? I mean, he's got Trevor Simeon. His running backs banged up. They have no wide receivers of note. It's just, this total's low. I mean, for two teams that have, you know, I would say one team has a good quarterback. The other team has a gifted play caller. 44 and a half on the total. It just shows how, you know, these teams have been decimated by injuries. Derrick Henry, wide receivers on New Orleans, the quarterback on New Orleans, 44 and a half is the total on this game. Interesting game. All right, let's jump to one that I'm looking at here, guys, that I just, I can't wait for this game. I think it's going to be back and forth. How about Minnesota at the Chargers? So these two teams this season, and the number right now is three, and and obviously that's a key number for a lot of reasons, but the, the key number for three on this one is this okay this game's going to be close and the close and the more points you get in a close game the more you think about the underdog so the vikings and chargers play here this game they've combined to play 16 games this season the two teams do you know how many games of those 16 have been decided by more than a touchdown this year three 13 of the 16 team games these teams have combined to play this year have been a touchdown or less Every time they play the same games, it's just like these weird, wacky, close. I mean, I think the Vikings have had three games this year where they won the turnover differential by two and lost the game. I, I have Is Dalvin Cook playing? I don't know. I, I don't know either. I was just going to say, when games turn into shootouts, the Vikings are 0 for 3. Loss to the Cardinals, 34-33. Loss to the Ravens, 34-31. Loss to the Bengals, 27-24. And were those all three-point games, right? All three? I know the last two were. Yeah, they were. Wow. And as and here's your line: three. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thing that this is one of the games I don't have a strong play on, but I uh, tell me if I'm wrong. It sounded Joji like your setup was you just take the points. Yeah, we're getting three. You just take the points. Okay. Here's something else that's interesting. I think the, I think it's lined right at a field goal. Uh, Chargers are five and three point differential, negative two. Vikings three and five point differential plus three. I mean these teams, it's like oh, literally almost zero between their ta- their uh, sixteen combined games, the point differential. So I understand uh, why you would want to take uh, take the Vikings getting a field goal off a, a heartbreaking loss. So how are they going to respond with with the head coach that everybody believes is going to be fired at some point? It's just is it going to be in season? Or postseason, they usually respond pretty well. Every time we think they're going to spiral, they come back with a big game, and, and they—I mean—they responded on Sunday, right? They had the terrible game against the Cowboys. They were up big in Baltimore, so it wasn't like they came out flat. I, they're still playing. They're not just rolling over here. What's that? Uh, let me ask you this: You're a Kirk Cousins guy, would you, and 
you were very impressed with Herbert over the weekend. You got to see him in person for the first time. Herbert or Cousins? Which side? Herbert. Staley or Zimmer? Staley. Man, this is this. We know running backs don't matter, but is this big? Because the Chargers can't stop the run. But we say that every week. Does it end up being a deciding factor? A lot of the times it doesn't. Well, last week they couldn't stop the Eagles' run game. And the Eagles ran all over yeah. them. Jalen Hurts was didn't running matter. all over them. It didn't matter. Yeah. They still scored more points in the end. I do like the three, though. This is, this. I get it. I mean, can the Vikings keep losing games where they should win? Like, it, 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 it feels silly to say. I mean, they, they come on the box what? score. They're the box score champions. They don't win these games. I know. What if you just put the Vikings in a teaser? Tease them up? Well, that's yeah. that's interesting, Aaron, right? Because all these games are touchdown or less when these teams play. You put them at nine in the teaser. You feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. If they I don't, like if they lose by double digits, I mean, fire him now. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you've been, you've been hinting at the, the end of Zimmer since the summer and, and it does feel like we're going there. It's just like, it's a matter of, it's like he's walking the plank. Also, yeah. it, it is, it, it, we should know they have COVID issues this week. Uh, one of their offensive linemen was hospitalized. I think he's going to be okay, but that's pretty rare. I mean, NFL players, that hasn't happened much, at least to our knowledge. I mean, most of these guys are in great shape and they're young, so that's it makes some sense that they're going to be okay. But that's probably a, a scary situation for them this week. All right, how about the Browns and Patriots, Joe? This is a good one. Um, the Mac Jones factor, the, is the, the people going to go after him. Uh, the Odell Beckham factor, he could sign with the Patriots. I don't think he'd play in this game. But we're still waiting on Odell to, to sign Saints, Packers, Patriots, names, Chiefs. I keep Whatever. reading about. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, we're I also just... still waiting for OBJ to actually be good and do something. Doesn't well, matter. That doesn't matter. Browns. All Patriots. the hype. The media is hyping this up way too much. Like we, I feel like on this show are a little more grounded. We do not care, right? Like who no. cares? Is he really going to be a difference maker? I doubt it. Well, think yeah. about it. No team signed him when he like he's not. You know why he's still waiting? Because he doesn't have a real offer. Like he got and their minimum the, minimum contracts. Right. The Packers. Oh, the Packers won. They offered the veteran a minimum because everyone knows yeah. he's not that good of a player anymore, and he's a he's a headache. But he could end up on the Patriots. We'll see. Browns at Patriots Sunday. This is now Browns getting a point and a half. Patriots point and a half favorite on Sunday over the Browns. I find this one very difficult to call. The one thing I I like. The ex- I, Baker, I'd take him over Mac Jones as well as Mac is playing. Like, I like the quarterback with Baker over Mac, but I don't know where to go. Damian Harris banged up. I think that matters for the Patriots. Joe, what do you think? If Browns, Look Browns at the running back. back situation on both sides. You've got Chubb with COVID. Kareem right. Hunt's still still injured. Now, Deion Johnson, he came in a couple, a couple weeks ago on Thursday Night Football and impressed. But, yeah, Damian Harris, Stevenson, are we going to have RB3 against RB3 slash 4 for both teams? And it, it may not matter a whole ton. Are we sitting at one and a half now? I know this has been going down throughout the week. And that was expected. We talked about this on Monday, how it was going to come down. It was going to head towards the Cleveland side. Uh, the look ahead was New England minus 3. Before the year started, it was Cleveland minus 2. This thing's probably going to close around to pick them, somewhere around there. And, and I would look to the uh, – I would look – to the Cleveland side, the more talented roster overall. Uh, we have a couple of matchups, and one game we just talked about was Sean Payton against Vrabel. But how about Stefanski against Belichick? These are some really good matchups with some of the top coaches in the game. Now, while the Patriots are playing well, it's worth noting they are 1-4 at home. 
probably a random event, but I find mm-hmm. that interesting that they're playing well on the road because of the schedule. Here are your Patriots wins this year. And we're talking about how impressive it is. And maybe they're in the playoff picture. Jets, Texans, Jets. The Chargers one was good. And the Panthers last week. Mm. Not murderers row. I, I like Cleveland inside of a field. You know, I like Cleveland all the way. If they become the favorite, I still like the Browns. As long as it's not at the number of three. Aaron, what do you think on this game? Browns, Patriots, Baker, Mac Jones? Um, for me, the best option is to put the Browns in a teaser. Uh, we've been saying it. We like a lot of teasers this week. At least I do. So that's one of them for me. Yeah, it feels close. Unless Mac Jones has a, a turnover game where he throws a couple picks and one goes back. Like last week, that game with the Bengals and, and the Browns turned ugly because of picks, right? That Joe Burrow had a bad game. One became a pick six. Unless Mac Jones has a bad game and turns it over. I, I like what you're saying there. And it feels like a tease spot. And um, and you'll feel good. Joe, what's another game you want to throw out? Are, you, are, we, are we still on the Lions? Are you on the Lions still? The number's coming down. It's eight and a half now. Someone's on the Lions out there. Yeah, people are. I mean, those are a couple of dead numbers, but it is worth mentioning that we're down to eight and a half after uh, the look ahead was nine. The opener was nine after Monday Night Football. Uh, Steelers have won four in a row. Does anybody believe in the Steelers? Anybody? Even Survivor, a- do no, it. No, no, I can't. Can't do it. I could see the Lions getting their first win this Sunday off Clip the bye. As ridiculous as that sounds, the Steelers always play down to the competition, and the Lions play up to their competition a little bit. Now, I, I've ripped them all season long, but the big issue with Detroit defensively is the secondary, by far the worst pass defense in the NFL. Are you worried about Big Ben? Anybody? I'm not. Short week for the Steelers. Tomlin's great as an underdog, not good as a favorite. And we're talking about the number of, of eight and a half in that nine range. Let's say this comes down to seven and a half. I still feel all right about Detroit. It's tough to say, but um, yeah, give me the Steelers and all of these yeah. points. I just hope Detroit is not a public dog this week. So quickly here, just to, for everyone listening, if, if you like what Joe said and you're like, you know what, that guy's crazy, oh. but I'm with them. Let me yeah. throw this out. There's there's the there's a better way to bet this on FanDuel right now. So the game itself, plus two ninety five, the Lions and the money line. That that's what you get. If you think this is possible, if FanDuel has a, a prop up, like the odds for the Lions to get their first victory, it's plus three forty against the Steelers. Like you, you just go take that. Don't take the money line money line of the game at plus two ninety five. Mm. You think this could happen? Just go yeah, bet yeah. that prop right now at plus three forty. So you get better value there. I like the Lions, Aaron, to cover this. I, I think this. I don't think the Steelers are going to blow the doors off them. They are know. public dog. They are public the, dog. This is a, early probably going to be a pass game for me. But Big Ben during this win streak has not thrown one interception. Najee Harris has been playing amazing um, in the last four games: three hundred and fifty-six yards, three touchdowns. The defense for the Steelers has also been really good. Um, Fourteen sacks during this four-game win streak. So, I don't know. Hmm. This is a tough one. I, I'm going to pass on this for now. You can now. walk away. Yeah, certainly walk away. That's. What are you guys doing with Packers Seahawks? Anything? This number comes down to three and a half after we see that Russ is officially in. And not only is he in, but it's a full go, according to all the reporters that are watching Seattle practices. I, 
it, it was what five? Yeah, it was five um, on the look ahead. It was five and a half on Monday when they opened it, and now we're down to three and a half. Roger's status up in the air. He says he should be good. That's what he expects. Um, but we're not mm. going to know until Saturday. Russ is back. He was he's playing at a high level before the injury. Let, let's remember yeah. that. And we've got Russell Wilson getting uh, getting more than a field goal. So I have to I have to lean to Seattle here. I yeah, agree. I, just... I really like Seattle here with the plus money. Um, it could come down to a field goal. Not speaking of field goals, Mason Crosby. He has been Yikes. terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. I mean, that, and the, I like what, this. I think it's going to be a good game for the Seahawks. They're going to get a boost. They're underdogs here. I like that play. I like a lot of points in this game. This feels like an over game with Russ mm-hmm. coming back and Rodgers likely coming back. Joe Ojo, G. Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented by FanDuel Sports. We'll jump into college football next. Pete Futak of College Football News joins us next right here on the Becky Network.